This is a HeadGum Podcast. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip, then you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Fridays. Welcome to another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about tangents as it is about the tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and today with me in the studio, I have called upon a friend to help me help you, Miss Asia Jackson, in the house wearing a red hoodie and cute boyfriend ripped denim pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're wearing... White sneakers, I can't mm-hmm. see them, but I am imagining them. Yes, ma'am. She has a, a white hair tie in her curly locks that has polka dots on it. Yes, ma'am. And that is Asia Jackson. <laughs> you may know Asia from acting in Alone Together, or maybe it's her lifestyle YouTube channel, or maybe it's from her buying this mustard western jacket with a lot of frills that's gotten a lot of screen time on her Instagram stories lately. <laughs> but after a quick internet stop... We found out that you taught yourself how to code at 11 years old? Yes. Why? When I was 11. Um, well, okay. <laughs> so, like, my I grew up in a very, like, tech-savvy family because my dad was a, like, a software programmer. And, like, he used to work at the Pentagon. Like, he's he was in the military. So, like, we – I just always grew up around it. Mm. And um, – one day I was like, I want to make my own website. So then I taught myself how to make my own website. So I learned how to code. Um, and I started making my own websites when I was like 11. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What was your MySpace like? Did you have oh, one? Oh, my MySpace was always popping. Oh, for it sure. It was always on point. Girl, come on. <laughs> Just, come all on. I know is like the, the over, what is this called? Not less than, like the over sign. What is this? Greater than, greater than, <laughs> forward slash, and then like, I don't know the rest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you had to kind of code at MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. yeah, yeah. Just like a little bit. No, it was like, it was a whole thing. I like changed up like the whole format of my MySpace with coding. Whoa. Yeah, people were like, how did you do that? And I was like, it's a secret. I'm just a genius. It's fine. What? It's fine. <laughs> that's so cool. But you have Squarespace now. Yeah, I do have Squarespace. I texted you when I was trying to transfer my website because I looked at your website and I was jealous. <laughs> I was like, oh, I yeah, like- that's right. I remember you. <laughs> I do remember you asking me that. I was like, uh, knock, knock. Where's your website? Because I need the template. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a template. You did it yourself. Well, it is a template, but I like just like customized it, you know. That's so cool. Just that's like I did my MySpace. So- yeah, that's going to be so helpful. Forever, yeah. I feel like, yeah, yeah. And like when I was creating my website, I was like, okay, I could either spend an entire month like making it from scratch, or I could just like do a template and then just customize it in one day. Yeah. And I feel like when I was when I was like a teenager, I was like, well, if I don't do it all myself, then I'm cheating. Yeah. And then I it just like became to a it came to a point where I was like, wh- one day you tweeted like. You can do it alone, but you don't have to. And oh I was God. like, oh, wow, I f- feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we pay attention to each other on the internet. That's so cute. Yeah, so you, like, you tweeted that. And <laughs> it like kind of explains why I didn't create my web- website from scratch. Because like right. I can create it, but I don't have but to. But you don't have to. And it's going to save me so much time and energy. And Right. Yeah. That's how I felt so for so long before I started looking for editors for YouTube because I love editing so much and like my editing style is a joke in itself Mm -hmm. so it was like so hard to let that go for even one trial video to be like here's me unfiltered and like in between saying things maybe I'm quiet for a bunch maybe I'm texting maybe I take a joke like six times with different (laughs) infliction it's like now this person sees all of that Wait, so you have an editor now? I do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been thinking of doing that. Like, do you like it? I do. Well, the thing is, she does like the first 
cut of it. Uh-huh. And then so I'll tweak it and I'll color it oh, and I'll okay. do extra jokes on top. Okay. But it took me so long to finally let the reins go. I was like so, I just, it was like a tight grip on it. And yeah. it was, I was such a weird control freak for so, so, so long. And until it gets really exhausting to be that controlling. Right. It's yeah. like really taxing. My thing for like, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, but I'm like, am I really going to let go of my control over mm-hmm. editing this video? But I feel like I just have to. Because right now I like, there's one day out of my week where I just edit videos and I'm like, well, maybe I could just hire someone then and then have that day to do something else. More stuff, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Because you can still do the ro- or the final cut. Which yeah. is like nothing, even though like I've let go of some of the responsibilities and I've delegated a bit, it nothing ever goes out without me approving it. Right. So it took probably five years before oh I was God. open to having somebody edit my videos. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I've had so many burnouts before I was like, I can't do another burnout. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the thing with YouTube is like it's so easy to burn out. Oh, my God. Because yeah. things are always changing. And you're like as a creator, you're always like trying to keep up. And you're like, yeah, well, I have to do all of this right now or else like I'm going to be left behind. And, right. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I need a break. But then when I think about other people that have taken like three month breaks, then their channel dies. Yes. And I'm like, this is so unsustainable. Mm-hmm. Like as a one person show, like if you don't have help. Doing something, even if you do have help, doing something every single week, coming up with new ideas, never taking a break. Like, it's not like TV where there's, like, they they do seasons and hiatuses or it's like a Netflix thing where they just drop a bunch of stuff and then maybe never come back. Right, It's yeah. like, you have to keep on doing this every single week forever. By yourself. Alone. With no help. Yeah. yeah. I mean, luckily, I have help now. Mm-hmm. But for... <laughs> uh-huh. like, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Okay, yeah, that's great. Shaking. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> Getting help was the best thing in my life, career and like inner work, like therapy. Mm, Oh my God, therapy is amazing. It was so weird when I was back home, like therapy was so stigmatized because in Hollywood, it's like, or in the movies, it's you're sitting down on, or you're laying down on a couch and you're not even looking at, (laughs) I guess it's like, that's kind of like psychotherapy, which is uh, different. Yeah. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very different than what you see in the movies. But I feel like nobody really understood like back home in Florida, everybody was like, if you were in therapy, it was because something was wrong. And out here, it's so normalized and it's celebrated that it's like you're talking about your feelings because we need to like sort through this and I felt so bad when I was getting into therapy the reason why is because I was like giving my friends so much I'm like you guys are I know that you're here for me and you love me but like this is a friendship that shouldn't be therapy right like I'm putting too much on my friends to where they're like oh my god okay let's not hang out (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be Megan's therapist anymore (laughs) I'm not not getting getting paid $200 an hour Oh my God, what a lucrative job. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 200 and I, bucks an hour. And I feel like it's going to be so necessary like in the upcoming years because of social media and like, yeah. you know, the digitization of everything. I right. just feel like everything's ev- everyone's going to need to go to therapy like pretty soon. <laughs> I feel like they should have therapy in schools. They totally should. In The Simpsons they do. Oh, really? <laughs> in one of the episodes. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, my school had like... Um, what are they called? Like like counselors that kind of like, oh, right. kind of did therapy, kind of, but right. also like not really, right? Because there were like so many kids at my school, right? There were like five thousand oh kids my at God. my school. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Uh, Long Beach Wilson. Is this an elementary school? No, it's a high school. In elementary school, what was your milk like? What was what your milk? My milk? <laughs> uh, like regular milk? <laughs> not the type of it. How did it come packaged? Oh, like in a carton. Okay. Well, don't say it like that because some of us had bagged milk. What? <laughs> like Canada, but really miniature. Like, I, you know what? I took a, p- a photo of it today because I was reminiscing, as I always do, about bagged my, my better years, which is my elementary school years. <laughs> you it's, peaked in elementary school. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I saved it. And now it's really hard to find. Let me Google it for you. Bagged elementary. In Florida. School milk. Yeah, which now that you say it like that kind of makes sense. Okay, <laughs> so it's like this four by four bagged. I'm trying to turn. Oh my it. god, that's disgusting. Yeah, and it you just, put a straw in it. You poke a straw in it real fast, like a boba type of situation. Oh my god, and then you just squeeze it. 
I and, and in the background of this photo, it really looks like this chicken patty, this frozen <laughs> chicken patty on like very, very bad. Okay, bread. American school lunches are so sad. What? Like they're just um, they're American. just so sad. Where did you go? The Philippines? Yeah. Well, I'm a military brat, so I was like all over the place. But when I lived in the Philippines, it was like home cooked like meals. Oh, right, just sisig. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like rice, like soups. Vegetables. Oh my god. Fresh vegetables. Yeah. I don't think I saw vegetables until I was in like the seventh grade. Really? I didn't see vegetables ever. (laughs) (laughs) We had like those like frozen pizza sticks and like pizza sticks? Yeah. They're like pizza, but sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Why was everybody into making food sticks when we were kids? Because they're easier to eat. Okay. Well, there's the answer. Okay. (laughs) There you go, folks. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I know I introduced Asia a little bit, but let's get to know you a little bit more. Ooh. This is a game I call Burst of Firsts. We are going to learn a little bit about you by giving you rapid-fire questions, everything from your first job to your first public cry, etc. Ooh, this is dangerous. Okay. <laughs> Whenever I yell stop, you have to either explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Ooh, okay. Here's, here we go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. As fast as you can. Okay. Three, two. One. First job. Uh, dance coach. First car. Lexus. First pet. Uh, goldfish. First app you check in the morning. Instagram. First kiss location. Movie theater. First major purchase. Oh my gosh, my Chanel card holder. <laughs> First choice in a karaoke book. Ooh, um, um, oh my god, what's that song by Queen? Bohemian Rhapsody. Of course. Oh, the longest song Obviously. in history. <laughs> First internet screen name. Oh, Asia underscore Kalar. Kalar? Yeah, that's my middle name. Okay. First celebrity crush. <laughs> Shah Rukh Khan. First breakup reason. Um, he didn't like me. Oh my god. First concert. Kichi Nadal. First thing you do when you like someone. Don't talk to them. Okay, stop. <laughs> We're going to need to unpack that. <laughs> Welcome to the hotel, the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> Why are you not talking to people if you like them? Um, You know, I just, um, <laughs> ever since I was a little girl, um, I just played hard to get. <laughs> so hard that they never got you? <laughs> Sometimes I like talk to my friends and I'm like, oh my God, like he doesn't like me back. And I'm like, well, you don't know that because you never have talked to him ever before <laughs> in your life. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's so interesting. And then do you end up talking to them? Um, Until they talk to me. So they've got to make the first move. Yeah. So like even like on the dating apps, like Raya or whatever, like if we match, like I don't, I don't text them first. They have to no text me No one texts first. anyone on, on Raya. <laughs> okay. That's true because sometimes I match and they just expire. So for sure. Yeah. They always expire. Always. That's so sad. I know. <laughs> I was thinking the other day. Or it was like last year, and I was talking to my friend, and we were like, there's some times you feel so alone, but then when you're like, you could talk to anyone at any time, no matter what time. Like, if you wake up at 4 a.m. and you're on Bumble and you match with somebody, you guys can just start talking. Right. Like, 50 years ago, that wasn't <laughs> a thing. I mean, 10 years ago, if you were alone, you would just have to be alone. Right. Like, you couldn't. you could talk to the people you knew, but like... You're never really alone. Mm-hmm. Not in an uplifting way. You're just never actually really, if you want to talk to someone, you can find someone to talk to. Oh, wow. Now that you put it like that, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> At four o'clock in the morning, you could just find someone to talk to. Anyone. Truly anyone. If you just want connection, it's not going to be great, maybe. I mean, <laughs> right. majority of times, it's not going to be really <laughs> anything of quality. But you will be able to talk to someone. You know, remember an aim? I don't know if this is like dating myself, but like on had, instant girl, messenger. I had an aim. <laughs> I, I mean, Slackbot. You ever uh, talk okay, to Slackbot? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Slackbot was a bot that you would you could message them and they would just message you back. It was like talking to Alexa, but like via. Oh, maybe I do texting. remember that actually. Yeah. Slackbot I don't know. is your very own friendly built-in bot. Oh wait, this is for Slack of the working <laughs> work Slack. This was this was a different thing. Like you could talk to this person, which is actually really sad now that I'm talking about it now. <laughs> yeah, I like spent my childhood 
talking to a robot. So um, yeah, that's hey, why that's I go to therapy. Be everybody in the future too. <laughs> True, and that's why you need therapy. Hello, oh my God. our robots are going to be therapists. <gasps> Crazy. Oh, I hate that. What's the most advanced robot you've ever seen? The most advanced robot I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not like. A microwave, but like what, like <laughs> Sophia, like have you ever seen a real robot in life? No. Same. No. Why but I, ha- I have seen R2D2 at Comic Con, so that was pretty great. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Have you be- seen in China? I've never been to China, but I've seen people's Instagram stories that have been to China when they get room service, the robots bring that to them. No. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like it's a little like mobile, it looks like a mobile R2D2, and they, they, open up their chest and you get the food and they're like, thank you. And then they leave. Okay, so like, what's your thoughts on that? Because like, yeah, like what what do you think about that? About robots with room room service robots? Yeah, or like robots who are going to take over human jobs. Oh, I mean, it's sad. Mm -hmm. But if they can do a good job at it, the thing about robots is like, I mean, I I probably can't say this because I'm like, the entertainment industry will never fully be taken over by robots. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I hate that they're taking over other people's jobs, but what if they can do something that, like, works with other people? Like, so people can keep their jobs, but maybe mm. robots will Supplement kind of boost. it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, do, I just don't like the idea of, like, robots taking people's jobs. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, what if... <laughs> What if the room service person could come with the robot, and then it's, like, a duo, and it's, like... a <laughs> But then, like, what's the point? <laughs> I'm just like fun. walking the do- rocking the robot. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, but also I feel like for certain things, like I don't know, like a bellhop or whatever, like it might be better for a human to not do that job because it's so like physically taxing. You know mm, what I'm saying? Right. So like it might be better for just like a robot to do that. But if it's something like room service, like I feel like if it's yeah, if the word customer service. I feel like it should be done by a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get like online live chat help by robots yeah, on websites? They're so annoying. You're like, just talk to me. My friend does that job. Like she does customer service online for an app. And every now and then she'll like crack a joke to be like, I'm human. So every now and then I try and like ask them how they're doing and like have side conversations usually doesn't go anywhere <laughs> but like to be acknowledged because I'm sure they don't get acknowledged a lot if not the robots but like the real yeah, people I was like yeah I'm the tra- robots don't <laughs> get acknowledged if they're sentient maybe they their feelings might be hurt too <laughs> man that's I'm scared for the future me too I don't know how we're we're gonna do it but okay here's a question if you were to hire a robot to help you with your life what would their main task be Make me food. Ooh, a chef. <laughs> a chef, yeah. That's the best answer. Yeah, because I don't like cooking. And I told my therapist this, and she was like, well, do you think maybe it's because you're not finding time to do it? Like, maybe you do enjoy it and you just feel like you don't have time to do it. And I'm like, nope, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if I could have a, like, personal chef that's a robot, that would be great. <laughs> Thank you so much. That would be great. How much? Where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> it's so funny. Sometimes my therapist will also like kind of lead me down a, a road that like I don't agree with. Right. Like that's an interesting thought, but like I don't think it's that. I used to not be able to stick up for myself. Oh, really? Feels good. Like in therapy or just in general? In life. Oh. Yeah. I've just I would always be like, okay, and kind of like dim my light. That's funny because I feel like I have always stood up for mm-hmm. myself. Like I just told this story in acting. Do we have time? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you three short stories of me standing up to myself. (laughs) Okay. So when I was like two or three years old, um, there was this boy in my preschool class who like kept pushing me and Mm -hmm. I told him to stop. I was like, stop pushing me. And he like kept pushing me. And allegedly, because I don't really remember this, allegedly I like hit him and knocked him out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like a three-year-old knocked out like another three-year-old. And then when I was... Kind of (laughs) cute. When I was 11, um, I was living in the Philippines and I went to like a private Christian school. So we had like different shuttles going to like pick up people from their houses and like take them home after school. Mm -hmm. So when I was riding the shuttle to go home, there was this boy 
on my shuttle that like called me the n-word <gasps> like I was like literally just sitting there minding my own business and then he said that and I was like okay now he has to die <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had like a textbook in my hand like a hardcover oh my god like, textbook and I my just like list has changed <laughs> And I just like hit him on the top of the head with my textbook and he started crying. Um, but he never called me that again. So that I didn't really feel bad about that one. And then <laughs> when I was a senior in high school, this is probably the most ridiculous story out of all of them. Um, when I was a senior in high school, I was in my French class and there is this football player. We were getting in an argument. I forgot what it Oh. I was on my phone and he snitched on me and got my phone taken away by the teacher. Uh-uh. And then the teacher sent me to on-campus suspension. And as on-campus <laughs> is that just detention? No, it's like well, no, because detention's after school. On campus is like during school hours. Oh my god! Yeah, so we had like on-campus suspension. So she sent me there, and um, he was sitting right next to the door. So like right before I walked out, I like. <laughs> Clipped him in the jaw. And then oh, the security had to like, come track me down in the hallway. So I was talking about that in my acting class because my um, acting coach was trying to get me to like be like physical, like oh. like manifest anger physically. And I was like, that makes me uncomfortable because I know that I can do it and I, right. get, I can get carried away. But yeah, I've like always stood up for myself. And that's why I'm telling the story. That's so good. <laughs> can you give a tip on standing up for yourself to people that maybe can't? Yeah, honestly, people, it's like a power dynamic thing. So like people who, people will pick on you because they feel like they can. And when you say something, they are, they are taken aback. Like even Mm. my, like sticking up for myself, like non-physically, when people say something to me, I always say something back. And then once I do that, they never say anything again. Interesting. Yeah. So that was just my personal experience because I remember when I was in the sixth grade, I didn't say, I was bullied, but I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just kept doing it until I did. And then they stopped. Right. Well, it's almost like you're kind of telling someone how they can treat you. Exactly. Yeah. You're teaching them how to, how to treat you. Right. And so when you're like, well, sorry, if you're going to come at me crazy, then we can go. You yeah, know what I'm we saying? Can go, we friend. can go. So I feel like if you do <laughs> that. Just imagine you being three years old saying, if you want to come at me crazy, <laughs> we can go. <laughs> I remember the only thing I can remember from my childhood is this guy that was like in the fifth grade, this is at like child daycare after school, is this fifth grader. He seemed like a fifth grader in my mind. And I was like three. And he was like, kind of trying to come for me saying that I couldn't seesaw and I was like no I can seesaw (laughs) I can fucking seesaw my friend and I seesawed really crazy and I ended up um he went super hard and so I fell forward and like had this huge ass bruise and like knot on my forehead oh my god because he went way too hard on it and I like flew off of my seat on my head slammed into like the mechanism of the seesaw and and then I drew like a butterfly picture and showed my mom and I thought it would make it all better I don't really know wait so then did you did you like regret like standing up for yourself never but I never did it again (laughs) okay but see here's the thing so through all those stories that I just told you they were all boys and Mm. but they never like hit me back or like anything but I feel like if they did and like I got my ass whooped at least I would know, like, I stood up for myself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know. I feel like it's also a pride thing, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> mine was a pride thing, too. Yeah. Don't tell me I can't seesaw. <laughs> don't tell me that, boy. <laughs> it's always a pride thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's get into our first question. Here we go. This is from a woman. 45. Ooh. So I'm 45 years old with a pretty decent self-image. Um, I lost over 70 pounds last year through tons of hard work Dang. and dieting, right? So people gave me lots of praise and encouragement. It was really cool, right? Well, so I gained about 20 pounds back recently, and an acquaintance at work just confronted me about the weight gain while we were in the restroom. So now I'm ashamed and I don't want to leave my office until I lose the weight again. So here's my question. Should I be offended by her or should I take it as encouragement to get back on track and and that she cares? I mean, it's easy to get compliments, but criticism sucks. Mm -hmm. Anyway. um, Oh, also, how can I get from my office to the restroom without being seen? (laughs) 
<laughs> I would love an answer on the last one. I All wish right. I could like have an invisibility cloak sometimes. Oh my god, like in Harry Potter. Oh, that would be amazing. Where would you use it? Everywhere. <laughs> you never want to be seen. No, like sometimes. It, I guess it like all changed when I like my platform started growing because uh-huh. like now people recognize me sure. <laughs> and it's like I don't want to be seen when I am in my slides in pajamas and I'm <laughs> just going to Ralph's you know like I just want some almond milk. <laughs> Where do you get recognized the most? Sephora which oh, like yeah. makes sense right because I do so like beauty you. videos yeah. but one time I got like where it really synced in was I was at the airport in New York mm-hmm. I was at JFK and someone was like are you Asia Jackson and I was like Whoa, people know me outside of California. That's right. weird. <laughs> I know. The internet is crazy. Yeah. Okay, let's help this woman. First of all, whoever told you that needs to shut their mouths. Yeah. I have such an issue with people <clears throat> ever talking about not only my weight or what I look like, but like the amount of food I'm eating. Like, don't talk about what I'm putting in my body. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like terrible for me. If I'm eating tar, go ahead, open your mouth. <laughs> but like, if I'm eating four eggs, you can shut up because I'm hungry and I need some protein. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about her? What do you think about her coworker saying something? I think that they're just projecting. Yeah. What's the point of saying that? Yeah. Because like, if you're not like, if it, like I was about to say, if it's not constructive, but also like even if it was constructive, why would you even say why Like, it's not something? even your life. Like, why would you even care? Right. I read this tweet <laughs> recently that was like, imagine being enslaved to the in- expectations of people who don't even meet the expectations of themselves. Oh, my God. I was I'm like, freezing Whoa. cold. Whoa. It chills all over my body. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I know it's like easy to say like, oh, I don't care about what anyone thinks. Oh, but yeah, that's... <laughs> That's a concept that I have not been able to grasp. <laughs> right. But like sometimes when you think about it, it's like, oh, they are going there. They are tough on you because they're tough on themselves. Mm. So I feel like sometimes you have to remember that. A lot of times I feel like what we don't like in other people is just a reflection of what we don't like about ourselves. Yeah. And so maybe she's feeling defensive because she has put on some weight or she has a uh, a self-image that's a little bit skewed. And so when she sees you, she is threatened about her own weight. Totally. But even so, like, handle that on your own. Like, don't ever tell someone anything about their weight unless it's, like, you look great. Yeah. Or, like, even, like, have have you lost weight could even be taken the wrong way. So it's, like, it's so finicky. And, like, I I don't have a good... The relationship that I have with body positivity is, like, the mo- the only thing I'm positive about in a body is that you're going to feel different about it every day. Mm. So, like, y- it's your body. Right. Take care of it. F- there was a saying that was, like, oh, going to butcher this. Your body, oh, no. Say something while I Google this. Your body <laughs> is beautiful. Um <laughs> Your body Your is... body is uh, functional. Are these just affirmations? <laughs> your body works. <laughs> Dang it. I can't find it. But something is like your body is something. Fill in those blanks. But like take care of the wrapping. I forget what the inside is. Maybe it's like your body is a treat. Take care of the wrapping. That's not what it is. Oh, but- well, that also works. So that was great. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> just like taking care of it is, I think, the the most important part obviously but we get wrapped up in like what we should look like in societal norms and it's like of course we feel of course we're gonna feel bad when people are photoshopping the magazine covers to make us feel like we need to you know get sugar bear hair vitamins that's not even for weight loss it's for your hair (laughs) hair. (laughs) okay but I will say though that like I totally understand that point because I've will admit I've never had like weight issues because both of my, like, it's just genetic. Like, both of my parents were, like, super skinny. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, like, super thin. But one thing that I've noticed is, like, when people who are not, like, under a size six, whenever they eat mm. anything, like, unhealthy or whatever, people are always so quick to say something. Yeah. Whereas, like, when I eat the same amount of food that is, like, super unhealthy, they're, like, they, they don't say anything. Like, no right. one ever says anything to me about what I'm eating and that's just something that I've noticed it's like you can eat something unhealthy and still be skinny it doesn't mean that you're healthy right so I feel like that's something like 
what that quote you were saying, like, you can treat yourself healthy, but still be all types of different sizes because that's just genetics. And that's everyone has a different biochemistry. Everyone's bodies are different. So right. the way that your body reacts to certain things is going to be different from like me. You know what I mean? So exactly. Yeah. And I feel like this coworker isn't understanding of that. I don't. Did you take it as encouragement from hearing that no. question? I don't think so. No, either. no, no. And I hate this. Yeah. If someone said that to you in the break room, what would you have said? I don't know. I <laughs> I love like being petty in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> so passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. So I would probably be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then like look them up and down and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a nice way. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel violated. But see, that's the thing. If so, if an onlooker was looking, they wouldn't be able to be like, oh my God, she was being such a bitch. Mm-hmm. Because all they saw was you saying, thank you so much. Right. You know, <laughs> It's going to so, haunt them in their dreams. <laughs> I also am a Slytherin, so maybe that's just in my blood. I don't know. Ooh, a <laughs> Slytherin that says they are. I feel like so many Slytherins are like, I'm a Hufflepuff. And you're like, I don't believe that. See, I'm very, I embrace it. You know, you are, you are who you are. <laughs> You can't change it. <laughs> Baby, I was born this way. <laughs> I don't know what I am. I was what? I was forced to take the test once. What are there? I'm not the Gryffindor one, and I'm There's, not Slytherin. I'm a mixture of the other two. You're Hufflepuff Ravenclaw. Does that make sense? Does that ring true? Yeah. I'm getting nods. Yeah. Why? Well, Hufflepuffs are, like, very, um, they're, like, very loyal people. They're very, like, fun-loving. And then Ravenclaws are, like, the they're the smart house like people are there are like super smart and then the uh, Gryffindor is brave yeah and then Slytherin is like cunning Ooh, interesting mm-hmm. what it what okay here's a, a weird question okay <laughs> do you think okay so do you know um the big Lebowski the film the, the big Lebowski and they had like after this movie came out they had basically a religion start called dudism oh it is here let me read whatever Wikipedia says so <laughs> Dudism. It's like an actual theology. Oh, here's what is Dudism? I'll play just a little clip from this. Hang on. Oh, it's like a video Wikipedia. What is Dudism? Let's see what. <laughs> oh my God, it's you coding when you're 11. <laughs> the robots are taking Dudism over. Dudism is a religion, philosophy, or lifestyle inspired by the dude. The protagonist of the Coen Brothers' 1998 film The Big Lebowski. Judaism's stated primary objective is to promote a modern form of Chinese Taoism, outlined in Tao Te Ching by Laozi, 6th century before Christ. Why did we have to get this voice? <laughs> no one could voice this over? <laughs> okay, I don't know much about it, but, you know, like, that film was, like, a cult classic, so people started to create a religion off of it so my question is maybe do you think that harry potter could ever get so big that like they would open up an actual hogwarts i feel like it's happened before has it i don't know probably (laughs) that would be insane i would love it but i also (laughs) wouldn't subscribe (laughs) that would be wild yeah (laughs) okay Moving on. Did we help? I don't know if we did. We know that we should. We know that she shouldn't be offended. You know she should be offended. Yes, you should be. Maybe not. Let's not say offend. Don't choose to be offended. Yeah, like you're not a victim to it, but totally. like also what she did wasn't cool. What she did wasn't cool. However, let's take a look at the other side of like maybe if you do feel bad about it, maybe let's uncover why you feel bad mm. about it. Do you feel bad about it because you are uncomfortable with the weight that you put on? Or are you uncomfortable with maybe someone saying something to you that uh, maybe you're not close with that person and she doesn't have any agency? So just maybe uncover that. That's true. Maybe like, maybe you just like have, you do feel that way about yourself and then someone reaffirming that makes you feel bad. Oh, that happens to me a lot. It's like confirmation bias in the worst way. Yeah. Because I know my insecurities, but I don't want you to know about them. I know, like, I know my insecurities. So whenever, like, someone comments, like, on a YouTube video, I'm like, Oh, my God. Well, you don't know what you're talking about. But you do. (laughs) When somebody can see something in a YouTube video that you have tried to, like, keep to yourself, (laughs) it's the worst feeling in the world. Because you're feeling seen, which is what you want, but you're feeling seen in the way that you want to not be seen. Exactly, yeah. Ah! Hate it. (laughs) 
I hate it. Okay, so do we have any tactics of how to get from the from her office to the restroom without being seen? Um, if your office environment is white, you know, like wear white. Wear white. <laughs> Obviously. Um, <laughs> maybe, you know, start doing some speed training so that you can get <laughs> in and out very quickly, you know. Um, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's two steps to take. <laughs> Very, yeah, it, depending on how fast, it could be two actual steps, just like a one-two lunge, and then you're away. Yeah, you know. I've also admittedly never worked in an office before, so I don't know how um, how big offices are or, like, how far, like, the bathrooms are from, like, where you work. I actually have no idea how offices work, so, um, right. you know. <laughs> I really don't like this acquaintance saying anything about the, the work. Okay, one parting tip before we take a break for this lady— is do you want to go for it wait say that again one parting tip for her do you have a one parting tip for this girl to take out in the world into the office to deal with her mean coworker? i just feel like you shouldn't value so much the bad opinion of others because they just have bad opinions about themselves i mean i know it's like super like generic of advice but it help it's, it's helped me like when I just like stop and like breathe and just like think about that for for a second, it just like makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I could do this. So I'm going to say it because this would be so cool if I could ever be this person. But the next time that someone says something, I mean, it took me a while to be able to speak up for myself in the moment. Like I used to have a lot of people talk about what I'm eating, whether it's like mm. I eat, a, I can eat a lot, but like I, I have like a athletic build so when people see how much I eat they're like wow where does it all go and it's like mm, it's like a half compliment but it's also like why are you even looking at what I'm eating mm -hmm. I just I get so I was so weird about food so it took me so long until someone would say something and then I would go immediately in the moment and I would go like I'm really hungry or like I had a workout right before this mm -hmm. or I just like made them understand that it's not okay to say that so I wonder if there's a way that the next time she says something or anyone says something, if maybe you can have like something in your back pocket that you can just reply with that makes them know that they shouldn't get out of bounds with you. Yeah, even maybe just saying like, oh, well, you know, I'm I'm comfortable with the weight that I'm at right now. And, you know, I'm really happy with um, the work that I'm doing in the gym and like how I'm eating and I'm just really comfortable right now. Right. And that the other thing is like, why do you why do we need to say anything? Yeah. Why do you even have to justify it? Right. <laughs> yeah. Can't you just be like, I, I wish there was something better than like, mind your own business. Yeah. It is what it is, girl. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, you can say that. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's confident. You know, it is what it is. Or like if someone says like, wow, you put on some weight, you go, and I love every inch. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just walk out. Yeah. Like when I see when people are like. Even anything about appearance, like, why are you wearing those jeans? Like, right. because I am. Like, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> why am I wearing these jeans? Because I put them on. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm wearing them. Yeah. It just, like, doesn't, I don't know. I really do feel like it's just people projecting, though. Totally. Yeah. Of course. There's no other explanation besides projection. Yeah. Because, like, I have a friend. You met Josh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, he wears high heels all the time. Mm -hmm. And every time we go out, there's, like, always, like, straight men, like, looking at him up and down. And I'm like, you're just doing that because you you don't even feel comfortable being yourself. Right. Like, how you're, um, what you're showing to the world is not even what you want to. Yeah. It's just what you feel like you have to. Right. So I just feel like when they do that, they're just insecure about themselves and trying to make someone else feel bad. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is, like, why do we have to... That's something that I've never understood. Like, why do we have to tear somebody else down in order to make us feel good? Like, exactly. why can't we all win? Mm -hmm. And I think we can. I think it's just like once everybody is on the same page of being open for everyone to win. Because someone said something the other day. It was like, everybody wins when nobody loses anything. Mm. And so, like, we can all just coexist. There's so many people that are competing with their friends. And it's just like, what's the point? We're all just trying our best and there's room for everybody mm -hmm. there really is there's room for everyone and there's always room for everyone to grow too right yeah i hope everyone can learn that soon no therapy <laughs> <laughs> okay we helped we did i think we did i think we did <laughs> okay we're gonna take a quick break while asia gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at just a tip podcast on instagram and we'll be right back man that sunset is gorgeous 
grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we're back! Also, it's finally June! Can you believe this? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, believe it. It's June, which means the live recording of this show is next week, June 16th at Talia Hall in Chicago, which also means tickets are available at headgum.com. Now... Asia is here, still wearing the red. What are you wearing underneath the red in a non-sexual way? What's up under <laughs> More that? red. Oh, my God. Red on red. You really, yes. like, stuck to the color palette. Red is my favorite color to wear. Yeah. I never wear red. Really? What? What's, like, your Gold. favorite color to wear? If Like, actual color, not black? Yeah. Um, I think yellow does well oh, for me. Oh, okay, yeah. I love like yellow, too. Like a mustard too. yellow. Mm. Or, like, a olive green. Really? I hate olive green. Really? Yeah. You are you would look pretty in forest green, like an emerald. Oh, well, emerald is uh, my birthstone, so. <gasps> my birthstone is turquoise. Oh, that's nice. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I just learned my moon sign. Oh, what is your moon sign? Libra. Libra. What's your regular sign? <laughs> <laughs> my sun sign is yeah. an Aries. So I actually don't know what any of this means. Okay. <laughs> Same. But I, my friend sent me a, a moon sign situation, but that's the emotions. So moon signs are more emotion-based. Oh. And sun signs are something else. <laughs> and then isn't your rising sign like how you present yourself or something like that? Like how? <laughs> We're figuring astrology out right now. Well, it's funny because like when someone tells me all like all of their signs are like, or when they're like, oh yeah, I just did that. That's so Libra of me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, aquamarine. My birthstone is aquamarine. aquamarine. I knew it was turquoise. <laughs> yeah, you just got the stone name wrong. It's yeah, the color. <laughs> sure. What do birthstones do? Oh, I don't know. But when I was a when I was okay. a when I was a baby, my mom always made me wear emerald. Same. My mom put turquoise in my ears. Wait, what is it? <laughs> Aquamarine. Wow. I block everything out from my childhood. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, before we get into our next question, I need to know what you are currently obsessed with. What is something that everyone listening to this podcast needs to know from your life that you've just been like, my life is different after learning about this or using this or seeing this? Okay. This is going to sound really lame, but I've been really into health and wellness lately. Mm-hmm. I just started taking probiotics from and it like has improved everything about my life oh my god like my stress levels my skin I'm not wearing any foundation today um hello okay so like I yeah probiotics girl the I take the hum nutrition skin ones (laughs) is it chewy no, they're like capsules. Right. Well, but I'm, they're, a, they're, I'm a five-year-old and I want chewy Flintstones. They're, they're really skinny though. So like you can just like take them and you won't feel them when you swallow. I see. Okay, great. Yeah. Probiotics. Mm-hmm. That's good. They also, that's like in yogurt, right? You can just yeah. have a lot of yogurt. You could, yeah, you could also do that, I guess. But um, no, because I just like listen to, do you know Goop? Yes. So I was just listening to their podcast and there was an episode about like the skin gut connection. And like when you have a healthy gut, like 
your skin's going to be healthy too. Oh. Yeah. So. And you're a skin queen. I am a skincare queen. <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for the second question? Yes. Here we go. Oh, also, I have not mentioned that this is the first time we're ever playing voicemails. That's in, right, because usually you just read them. Uh-huh. Yeah. In the history of the show, you are the first episode. Holla. How does, you, does that make you feel? I am so honored, honestly, to be here. Thank you so much for this um, opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. And you're also, you're welcome. I recently went to a work conference where I met a guy that checked almost every box on my list. We were next to each other for the whole conference and soon learned that we actually lived in the same town. He made me laugh throughout the conference, and I've never felt more comfortable around a total stranger. Well, one night, after a few more, too many beers, I found myself in his room. We were making out, and when things started getting a little too heavy, I pumped the brakes because I remembered that I was there for work. So I was trying to regain my professionalism. He was insanely nice about it, so I just I left. <laughs> and the next day was the last day of the conference, and we went our separate ways. We have been communicating on Facebook about how our two companies could benefit more from each other, and I can't stop thinking about him, but I'm insanely too shy to be straightforward. Plus, our companies work together. If I ended up running into him, I would literally die. Please help. (laughs) Sincerely, conference room crushing. Conference room crushing! Wow, that hit a little too close to home. Oh, tell me. (laughs) Um, I had, like, a very similar situation at VidCon last year. Oh, my God. I kind of, well, yeah, I guess we'll talk about it. I hope he's not listening to this, but. (laughs) If you're listening, stop. (laughs) But also, continue. Continue. (laughs) Make a move, maybe, because I'm not going to. Um, (laughs) No, yeah, like I met this guy at VidCon and then, you know, similar thing happened. And then we kind of like follow each other on Instagram. We've been like replying to each other's stories or whatever, but like nothing ever happened (laughs) Replying to someone's Instagram story is, like, the biggest flirt. You know, because, like, you could always not. (laughs) You could always not. That is always on the table to not reply. To not do it. But you know what also is on the table? To send me a little heart. You know? React to the story. Or, like, heart eyes. I love. That's good. That's a good one. Because they flood the screen. Mm -hmm. The reactions. Yes. Oh, my God. When I see... The bold lettering in my DM folder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Chef kiss. Oh, I've never loved a font more than a bold Helvetica. In your in your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wait. So for the people that don't know what VidCon is, it is essentially uh, the internet in real life. For three days, a bunch of YouTube personalities and bloggers and people that have anything to do with making videos come and congregate in a Hilton in (laughs) Anaheim, California, and it's very weird. It's the weirdest microcosm of reality. And in this, you met someone that you didn't know before. Right. Just online. Or you didn't know him at all. No, I just didn't know him at all. And you connected IRL. IRL. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. And so... You can, what were you like in food or something or were you on a panel? Oh, it was at like one of those after party things. Okay. Yeah. So you started gabbing mm-hmm. and then you exchanged handles. Yes. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just kept in touch and now every now and then it's like intermittent flirting. Yeah. But also he has a girlfriend. So like it, it stopped like a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. So my advice is to talk to him so that that doesn't happen. <laughs> so did he have a girlfriend at VidCon? Or no. you found out, oh, he got it after? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so your advice is to talk to him so that this person doesn't get a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you already have a connection, you know what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, how how much is this job worth it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying quit your job, but I am not saying quit this guy. Right. Either. Yeah. Because if you can't stop thinking about it, you know what's so weird is the other day I was talking to my friend about this other, this guy that I met at a party and this never ever happens. This is still a friend of mine, but I, we were talking about how much he had impacted me on that one day. I met him at a friend's party and instantly I had texted my friend like, I just met someone that I've never felt 
this way about. And then I was like, I I said, like, he's not, this is like verbatim. I said, he's not drop dead, but I laughed at everything he said. And Mm. I was like, I can't stop thinking about him. And like the next morning, like I woke up and I was like, this guy is different than every other guy in my life. Like I've never instantly been like, that is someone that I am so fascinated by. Wow. (laughs) Tissues are on the corner. (laughs) Love story. Wow. (laughs) What a concept. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, if she has a very similar situation with this guy, like, you have to say something. Yeah, for sure. And if she says they've been communicating on Facebook out of how their companies could benefit from each other, like, why don't I'm this is probably bad advice, <laughs> but you could put it under the guise of like collaboration. I mean, yeah. I, there's so many times where I have like reached out to be like, let's collab. Girl, but listen. I'm like, hello, let's <laughs> either be friends or ask me out. Okay. I've done that so many times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, like I, I really respect your stuff, appreciate your stuff. Like, let's collaborate. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> right. And that's not a lie. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's because technically you're still working. You're right. just also working double time. You're <laughs> doing two things at once. It's a dual purpose shift. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think if your companies could work together, work together. Mm-hmm. Go on some lunch dates. Order that Niçois salad. Niçois. <laughs> is that how you say it? What is that? <laughs> it's the it's the weirdest salad when you think about it. It's like tuna and a hard boiled egg and like one olive. <laughs> One olive. Okay, I guess that sounds good, but like Niswa, okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I think talk to him and work with him. Yes. And if it doesn't work out, at then least it's, your job will. Yeah, it, exactly. There, You always win. And you can always win. Yeah, you can have both at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is, if they work together and it doesn't work out and she runs into him, she would die. But here's the thing. I feel like <laughs> I'm only I'm only speaking from my own experience, but like I mean if, that's how we do it. <laughs> if you meet someone and then it doesn't work out, I wouldn't feel bad about it. Yeah, you know? Because you tried it. Yeah. It's now not a what if. Yeah, I that's feel the like worst. I feel like you feel like you would die because of how you're feeling right now. Yeah. But if you like actually met up with him and it realized it didn't work, you wouldn't feel that way. Yeah, you have answers. You have a solution versus mm-hmm. just like Schrodinger's cat Schrodinger's box when you don't really know if he's dead or alive until you open the box right yeah it's like just get some answers yeah also I think that I learned about something the other day which is what I do insanely insane amounts if I'm scared of uh, a specific end that I think something will happen I ruin it before it could get there because I think it's going to like mm. go down the drain mm-hmm. I think it's called what is it called? A, a preemptive strike is when you think that something is going awry or it will end up a specific way anyway. You kind of rush to get it over with before it can even play out. Yes. And I do that all the time. Yeah. And there's a quote that I read recently that really put it in perspective to me. It said, um, when you succumb to fear, you're under the illusion that you can predict the future. And I was mm. like, oh. Wow, attacked. Right. <laughs> but it's so true. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. Right. And when you let that fear take over, like you don't you don't even know. Right. Yeah. I think if you go out with this guy, just take the first step because then you'll have to take different steps. If you take this one step, you're already on a different path than not. This that sounds so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on this one road, you're not, you're not on going- the other road. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like Leap, not leap in the net will appear, like leap in the next leap will appear in a way of like, mm. take take it one step at a time versus thinking you know what the end route will be. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total sense. All that to say, just go for it, girl. Yeah, like taking the first step doesn't like predict the outcome. Right. Yeah. That's that's the outcome of you not, if, if you taking whichever step it is. You, the outcome is you taking that step. Right. So that's your outcome. Now you have a new outcome, the next step you take. Mm-hmm. So just keep taking the steps. Keep taking the steps. Make the first step so that he doesn't get a girlfriend first, and Ugh. then you can keep going from the there. The worst is <laughs> not when the—is it worse if they already have a girlfriend or if they get a girlfriend after they meet you? Uh, if they—wait, what's worse is if they already have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
like totally worse. Yeah. But is it worse? Because then you're like, oh, that's so sad. Boo-hoo. Or like they met you and you had an opportunity and they didn't see anything in you and then they got a girlfriend. Oh, uh, yeah, that is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now that I'm thinking back at it, I was like, maybe I didn't actually let him know that I was into him. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. Why, I think yeah. sometimes people are oblivious or they're just so insecure with how they see themselves that they don't know that people could be into them. Yeah. I was asking some of my guy friends a couple months ago. I was like, do you know when girls are into you or do you just, do you, or do you not? And they're like, we don't. And so you're explicitly clear that you're into it. They don't get hints. Okay, not that's they. so true because one of my friends <laughs> texted like her childhood qu- crush and she was basically saying that like she was down like uh-huh. that she was down and yeah. then um he texted back like what does that mean <gasps> and I'm like what are you talking about she I this is as explicit as it can get but he like didn't get it <laughs> I wonder if he didn't really get it or if he just wants to like hear it again yeah or if he's like because she's such a big like youtuber uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like is huge right so maybe he was like why would she go for me right oh yeah there's a lot of ways we can interpret this yeah totally (laughs) my i just wish hints were a little bit easier for some people because i'm like i'm giving you so many hints and they just don't get it (laughs) like you send a heart eyes emoji hello (laughs) i'm down (laughs) i think we helped conference room crushing go for it is what we think yes okay and now for a segment where we don't have a jingle. So I'm going to need your help to make a quick little jingle. Could be a rhyme. Could be a sound. Could be a whole song. Okay. Whatever moves you in the moment. The section is called tip jar. So when I say the words tip jar, go take it away. Okay, ready? Okay. <laughs> She's already ready. She's dancing. <laughs> she is standing up. She's changing into her dance shoes. Where, <laughs> My jazz shoes. Where does this lycra bodysuit come from <laughs> underneath all of the red? Okay, and now for a segment called Tip Jar. Tip Jar. Yes, the tem, trem, what is it called? The temer, tremble? Tenor? Tenor. Is that what it is? I think so. We did it. I don't sing, so I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) From the looks of it, you just did. Okay, so I'm going to read a suggestion that was left as a comment on the podcast Instagram, and we have to give our two cents on each subject. Just one quick tip for each suggestion. Okay. Okay. Do you have a quick tip on meditation? Do it in the morning. <gasps> mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. My quick tip on meditation is use guided meditation apps. Yes. That's the only way I can do it. Yeah. I can't just like meditate. <laughs> yeah. With nothing. One time a friend of mine was like, let's meditate for 20 minutes. Ooh. Which is number one, a long time if yeah. you've ever tried to meditate. <laughs> and also he just put a 20 minute timer on his phone. Oh, and so I was just no, 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 there no, no, no. Next to someone <laughs> just kind of like, how long has it been? <laughs> and you can't like open your eyes to check. One time I took this meditation class and it was 45 minutes, but it was actually really wonderful. But it was guided. So it like, oh, that's good. it was easy. But uh, yeah, use a meditation app. Always guided meditation. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Do you have a tip on booking jobs? Uh, you can take it in any way. Any okay. of these you can go from any aspect. I would say to not take rejection personally because that like goes into the way you perform in your next audition or interview or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I think this might sound counterintuitive, but treat it as if you don't need it. Mm-hmm. Because like you can really sense desperation, mm-hmm. and it brings out the worst in you and your performance and your energy. Totally. So just act like, act like you don't care about it, I guess, or take it as fun. I remember when I used to do dance auditions. A lot of this is before I was able to think on my own. But people would say that they would take the dance auditions as like a free dance class, and like mm. whatever comes out of it comes out of it. But it's like I'm not paying to learn from these like world renowned choreographers. It's free. It's a free dance class. that's so true. Wow. It was really cool. I never put it into motion, but it's a really cool, like, (laughs) idea. Yeah, that is really cool, actually. And that's something that I've just recently started doing in, like, my acting auditions. It's like, oh, this is an opportunity to play, like, a really cool character with a really great script. Like, I can just, like, have fun with this, and I don't have to worry about booking it or not because I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, it does make a difference. It really does. For sure. 
Okay, skincare. It's going to be really hard to give one quick tip on skincare, but what? That's just what it is, skincare? It just says skincare. Okay. Um, use a low pH cleanser and wear sunscreen. I know I said, but I want to learn so much. If you don't know, Asia is like truly like the president of the skincare street team. So like, <laughs> let's dive into this a little bit okay. more. Okay. Wow. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't take care of my skin. I remember I told you one time that like, I don't have a skincare regimen at night because I'm just too tired. Mm-hmm. And, and you were like worried for me. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so like, what does everyone need, need, need to do at night for lazy people that are tired and just want to go to bed? What do we actually have to do? If you wear makeup, you have to remove your makeup. I like using an oil-based cleanser because it melts off your makeup and really removes everything. And it also removes like um, sunscreen. It's the only thing that can remove sunscreen. And it can also remove like pollutants and like other irritants from like just being outside. Okay. Um, So that's step number one. And then use a low pH cleanser to actually cleanse the skin. Because what a lot of people, (laughs) what a lot of people do is they just wash their face to remove makeup, but they're not, they're just removing it. They're not actually cleansing the skin underneath. Okay. So those two steps are really important. And then um, a moisturizer. Those are, that's really all you need. I mean, I like to do, you know, like a serum and a sheet mask, but like if you're just. Every night? Yeah. <laughs> a sheet mask every night? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's incredible. It's like a spa night every night. Hello. That is so good. Yeah. Okay. But if you're just like a beginner and you don't have time for all that, literally all you need to do is remove your makeup, cleanse, and then moisturize. So here's my problem. <laughs> is I use Neutrogena makeup wipes. Okay. And then I put a moisturizer on right after. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Neutrogena wipes. Okay. You can use that to remove makeup, but you still have to cleanse your skin because what happens is the um, whatever is on that cleansing wipe, it, oh. just st- it just stays on your skin. Oh, that makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, so you, st- you still have to like wash after and then moisturize. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we've learned a bit. Um, my tip on skincare is also going to be SPF. Because I'll just double down on that. I usually don't give the same tip as somebody else, but, like, that's important. Oh, it's so important. If you do nothing, I used to give my, anybody that I'm talking to, like, the first sign that you could tell that I really like you is if I give you SPF. Because <laughs> men don't wear it. Oh, my God. I want to do this video series where, like, I um, collaborate with, like, male YouTubers and, like, create them a skincare routine. Cute. Right? Isn't that a good idea? Yeah, I would like to see men putting SPF on. <laughs> right? That's my kink. <laughs> It really gets me going. A man taking care of himself, a concept. Wow. <laughs> okay, our last suggestion before wrapping up is on sleeping. Hmm. Um, if you have like lower back problems, use two pillows underneath your legs. Or like if you sleep on your, if you're like um, a side sleeper? No, like a, f- a f- stomach sleeper. Okay. If you sleep on your stomach, um, that's really bad for your back. So when you sleep, use two pillows underneath your knees and it'll prevent you from turning over. Underneath your knees? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if you're like this. You just oh, but that's like a that. back sleeper. No, but if you sleep on your stomach, it'll prevent you from like going on your on your stomach. Show it to us. Yeah. So, okay, like, so I'll narrate it. And you show it. Okay, so like when okay, you, so she's sitting back. Oh, this is not a stomach sleeper. You're on your back. No, but you're not supposed to sleep on your stomach. You're not supposed to sleep on your stomach. Because but, it's really bad for your back. So the problem is people usually like start sleeping on their back. And then they when they wake up, they end up on their stomach. Oh. But it's like not good for you because you're not supposed to sleep on your stomach. Why? It's because it's bad for your back. Oh. <laughs> I see. <laughs> and so if you start sleeping on your back and then you put that pillow there, it's going to prevent you from like turning over and sleeping on your stomach. Okay, so bolster your knees when you're sleeping. That's the tip. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> My tip on sleeping is, okay, this is going to be wild. If you want to lucid dream, the way that Ugh. you can, <laughs> the way that you can get into it is 
this is one of the ways. I haven't tried in a long time because one time I got sleep paralysis and I get really scared. Oh, I hate it. So I'm waiting to like get a boyfriend and then like start trying to lucid dream again because at least I have someone with me. (laughs) So one way that you can do it is you imagine moving your fingers, like just put your finger, like your pointer finger down and up, your middle finger down and up. But like do it small and then go so small that you're not even moving it but thinking about it until you fall asleep. The fact that you're still thinking about it and your brain is still on when your body is asleep allows you to start lucid dreaming. That's my take. I don't like lucid dreaming. I mean, there's a risk. But like what's the benefit of it? You can do anything you want and it feels real. Hmm. You want to hear the saddest thing? This is how we're going to end this. (laughs) This is the saddest thing in the world and I've never said this before. Please do share. The listeners are waiting. The reason why I bought my first lucid dreaming book to learn how to do it is because I missed an ex-boyfriend of mine so much that I wanted to still be around him. And that's it for today's episode, everyone. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. Asia, thank you. Where can people find you on the internet? Because I'm sure... They don't want to be around me anymore. (laughs) But wait, that says something to my testament of our love. Right? If it's one-sided, yeah. It was, we were both pained. Okay. Okay, not (laughs) loving this judgment. I gotta be honest. You know, I, um, I'm just here to support you. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I was able to lucid dream, and even if it was in the guise of having someone uh, wanting some more communication, I was able to do something I couldn't do before. So thank you. And I'm happy you're happy. <laughs> All right. Tell us where you're at. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can find me, uh, Asia Jackson, on YouTube. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And A Asian on Twitter and Instagram. That a- is A-Rod! <laughs> That is Asian with two A's in the beginning. And yes, I am literally Asian. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Incredible. Check her out. She's the best. She's got also the greatest skin. And you should learn from her. If you have a sticky situation or burning concern and you want some advice from someone who did a very weird REM sleep thing, <laughs> email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Double points if you mention your age because that helps us help you. Okay, we'll be in Chicago. Don't forget. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.